Hey everyone, Andrew here for uh, another one of those uh, little shorts that we've been doing. So uh, I just watched the first two episodes of Hawkeye on Disney Plus, and I gotta say I'm super impressed. Just want to tell you I'm gonna go into some spoilers for that show, just the first two episodes. So if you saw them, you're safe. If you haven't, you should probably go and check them out because I'm gonna go over all the Easter eggs that I found and um, some of the differences between the comic that it's based on as well as the backstory of the comics and the show and similarities and stuff. I'm going to mix both the first two episodes together. Some reviewers have been like separating them, but uh, it's too hard for me. I'm an old man and uh, I don't remember what was in what. I saw them both back to back and I couldn't tell you to save the life of my family. So we're just going to go into both if that's cool. Anyway, um, let me see. Where do I even start with this? It's Christmas in uh, Hawkeye Storyland, which is cool. We we There have been a few Marvel stories in the MCU that have taken place around Christmas, most notably, I think, of uh, Iron Man 3, which uh, I didn't really like very much. But it's cool that Christmas is back. I like Christmas. Clint is going deaf, which seems fairly new, uh, and he doesn't really know why, which is interesting. In the comics... Um, by the way, I'm probably going to spoil some of the comics as well, including the Matt Fraction one. If you haven't read the Matt Fraction Hawkeye run, you really should. It's one of my first go-tos for people if anyone is like, hey, I really like these Marvel movies. Maybe I'd like to read some of the comics. Do you have a recommendation? That's my first one. Like, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye, the first, I think it's four volumes, are incredible. And it actually keeps going a little further, that storyline. I don't think Matt Fraction wrote after volume four, but there is a like volume five and maybe six that are written by other people, but they take place after the first four volumes. Uh, and those are pretty good too. But the, the first four volumes of Matt Fraction's run are so good. And, um, Clint is deaf. He goes deaf eventually. So in the comics, Clint actually loses his hearing in uh, the Matt Fraction run by getting stabbed in the ear by uh, a character known as the clown. Um, he's a villain. It's a great storyline if you haven't read it. But we do know that there is an actor playing that character in this Disney Plus series. We haven't been introduced to that character yet, but the actor's name is Fra Fee, I guess. I don't I don't know that. I don't know that person. But I'm very excited to see what they do with this character, especially since it looks like Clint is losing his hearing naturally and it's not happening from being stabbed in the ear by a couple of arrows. I'm excited to see some more sign language. Hopefully they, they utilize that a little bit more. That's a big part of the comics as well. The biggest thing that I was so happy wasn't ruined for me, and I think other people might just think this is small potatoes, but to me it was such a big emotional deal, is the introduction of the character Grills, who is also a character from the Matt Fraction run. And he's just such a good, wholesome character. He's one of my favorite characters in that storyline. Uh, in the comic, he's just one of his neighbors. They both live in the same apartment building together. And Grills, they call him Grills because he grills up on the roof. Of course, in this, Grills is the, uh, he's the LARPer that steals the Ronin costume. And uh, he's a firefighter and, and Hawkeye has to fight him for it, <laughs> sort of. Uh, what else have we got? So in the comics, Kate Bishop, when she's a little girl, is kidnapped by a, a villain. And, uh, they're going to use her as a bargaining chip. But then the Avengers show up and uh, the main one that she remembers is Hawkeye. He really saved the day with her. And um, she she's a huge fan of his after that. And that's how it is in the comics. And it's sort of the same here, right? Like she's about to be killed by uh, a Chitari soldier. 
when Hawkeye actually saves the day. And you can actually pinpoint that arrow as well. If you watch the first Avengers movie, there's a single arrow that he shoots without looking and you see a Chitari. I don't know what, it, what that is, a little, little, their little spaceship that they ride, their little hoverboards. You see that thing. Sky cycle? Is that like a sky cycle? Whatever it is. You see it blow up in Avengers. And uh, so you can see that that's the... And then you see him do the, like, jump off and the shooty thing where he shoots the little little grappling hook uh, like we saw in the TV show. So that's really cool. <laughs> the, the Steve Rogers musical is so good. I'm so happy that we got to see more of it. It's very funny that they put Ant-Man in it as well. Who knows why? Since people don't seem to give a shit who he is. Like, I think it was Avengers Endgame. The kids are like, wow, Hulk, can we get a picture? And they're like, oh, you want a picture with Ant-Man too? And they're like, no, that's okay. So I don't know if this was like product placement because, you know, Pym, Hank Pym, maybe they, because he's wearing the Pym logo on his shirt, on his costume. So maybe there was some money in that. Maybe they got some money from the, the Pym Corporation or whatever to put that character in. Or what? I don't know what it is, but it's very funny to me that he's in it. And Hulk smash. Of course, the song you see, uh, I Could Do This All Day, is a reference to him saying it multiple times throughout the MCU. He said, I could do this all day. And um, there, there was a bunch of good stuff. Lucky the Pizza Dog is there. I don't think they've named the dog officially yet. The dog with one eye eventually gets named Lucky the Pizza Dog. We saw So we saw in the, the show that... Um, He's about to get hit by a car, but Kate Bishop saves him. In the comics, the dog actually is owned by the tracksuit mafia, and they're super abusive to the dog. And uh, eventually the dog helps Clint get free from them. And uh, and I think he sort of returns a favor or something. My memory's a little foggy on this. I'm just doing this off the top of the dome. But eventually the dog runs away and runs into traffic and... Uh, Clint tries to, I think he flings like a quarter into the driver's seat of a car that's about to hit the dog, but he just does it a hair too late and the dog ends up getting hit. And one of the most heartbreaking parts of the comic is Clint running into a, a emergency animal hospital, holding the dog in his arms and being like, I need help. I need help. Please, someone fix this dog. Like this dog just saved his life and he tried to return the favor and he was too slow. So it's really heartbreaking. But, you know, I was kind of hoping they'd do that in this show because it's such a beautiful moment and it sets up a relationship with the dog in the future that is very important in the comics. But um, I guess they have a different idea of how they're going to proceed uh, with this show. And also, it's really hard to show a dog get hit by a car, uh, you know, especially a Disney thing. It's uh, it's a uh, it's. Um, it's thin ice, you know, it's um, it's hard. It's a hard line to walk because there are people who will just straight up stop watching your programming. So uh, I sort of get the decision to do that. I think that's about it. Oh, we saw Echo at the very end. Echo, for anyone who doesn't know, is originally a daredevil villain. Um, she's deaf in both ears. She's fully deaf, but she has a power similar to Taskmaster in the comics uh, in that she can just replicate whatever she sees. So that can be anything from fighting styles to playing an instrument. You know, even though she's deaf, she can watch someone play the keys on a piano and just sit down and play that exact same song right after them, which is pretty neat. But it's also fighting styles, similar to Taskmaster, like we saw in Black Widow movie. She's a cool character. She was trained by Wilson Fisk, the kingpin, who, if you don't remember, was played by Vincent D'Onofrio in the Daredevil show. There are rumors really strong rumors that Matt Murdock, Daredevil, is coming back and he's going to be in Spider-Man 
um, the new Spider-Man movie and that he's going to be played by Charlie Cox, the same guy he, who played him in the Daredevil Netflix show. Vincent D'Onofrio was another big part of that, that Daredevil Netflix show, who played the Kingpin, Wilson Fisk. So here's hoping that he's going to show up. Can you imagine Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin showing up uh, in this show? I, I would just lose my mind. So lots to look forward to. I hope they don't mess this up. I saw Matt Fraction is a, I forget what the, what his title was, but it was like a production consultant or something. And he wrote the comic that this is based on. So hopefully they're following a lot of his advice. He's an excellent writer. Uh, he also is writing, he's written, um, uh, there's a very popular series that he's written, a comic series called Sex Criminals. It wasn't really for me. I read the first few volumes and I was like, yes, it's fine, I guess. But people love it. So that's another thing you can check out. He wrote uh, a bit of Iron Man stuff, uh, The Five Nightmares specifically, which is a very good comic. Uh, He's also written some um, Iron Fist that was very good. Uh, And just look him up. He's he's one of those guys that like, if you pick up a book by him, it's probably going to be good. Like uh, Tom King is a similar one. Brian Lee O'Malley is another one, and also Brian K. Vaughn. What is it with Brian's? They write really good comics. So yeah, uh, that's about it, I guess. Kate Bishop in the comics, her family has like a crazy backstory. Some of them are dead, but then they aren't. Some of them are good guys, but then they're villains, and it just, it's all over the place. So that'll be cool. Oh, uh, we saw um, Jack Duquesne as well, Jacques Duquesne. In the comics, he trained Clint and Clint's brother, who also, that's another thing, uh, Clint's brother is very important in the Matt Fraction comic book. So maybe we'll see him turn up as well. And yeah, Jacques Duquesne trained both of them in uh, in martial arts and bow and arrow uh, archery and uh, stuff like that. So uh, yeah, maybe we'll see. Uh, maybe we'll see what's going on with all that. It's pretty cool. I'm really excited to see where this is going. Uh, I'm going to try and do more of these, like maybe every time there's an episode that comes out for Hawkeye, maybe I'll do one of these. Let me know what you guys think. If you uh, if you like it, if you don't, you know, put a comment, send us an email at uh, themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. We're also on uh, TikTok. You can check out our stuff there where our handle is at the Media Lunch Break. We're also on Twitter. Our handle is at Media Lunch Break there. Um, I, we just passed 5,000 followers on Twitter. So, you know, feel free to chuck another needle in the haystack over there <laughs> if you like to. I'm dumbfounded by how many people follow us. I'm, I'm, I feel so blessed that... People get a kick out of the stupid crap that I write on Twitter. Uh, But thank you for listening to this, and um, uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, We got a new episode coming out. We're doing the news on Tuesday, and then after that, we're probably going to be talking about Five Ghosts, which is a a book that... um, a comic book run that's that's pretty good. There's three volumes out. It's very interesting. I really like it, and I can't wait to talk to Chris about it. We're probably also going to talk about the live-action Cowboy Bebop because I've been watching that, and I've been losing my mind. And in order for me to tell you whether or not that's in a good way, uh, you'll just have to subscribe and listen to the episode. That's in two weeks. So um, thanks for listening to this, and uh, we'll catch you next time.